Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, well, here we are. Welcome back. As, as so often... Our conversations have started with shock about my hair, but this is the last. <laughs> this is the last time that that's going to happen because at at 10 a.m. today, it took me a week. It took me a full week to get an appointment. I had to wait a week to get a barber appointment. Wow! I get people masking me about your hair. Uh, <laughs> well, listen. The truth. I've had matter- several masters about your hair. People yeah, concerned. The, people asking, "Is he okay?" Yeah, but like the, the the hilarious thing is, people people have all these responses, like as if. We're not all having this uh, yeah. once in a century lockdown experience. I know, you yeah. know. But anyway, I tried. I called last week, and uh, this was the first appointment I could get. Now I have to say it's disappointing because it's just got it's, it's getting just good. Got the roundness for the shape. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> it's nice and round. You know, I mean, really, there's not much difference between this microphone head cover. And my yeah. head. <laughs> Sophie, my housemate, was like, he looks regal. He looks like Marie Antoinette. Do you know the way Marie Antoinette No, it's not looks? fair. I guess I'll have to put this episode up on YouTube because uh, it's it's so visual. But I feel like if I was like doing something for like RT or something and the sound man was like, it's too windy. I'd be like, yeah. it's fine. Put the microphone in my head. <laughs> Your hair is like a boom. It's like a boom. <laughs> That's true, yeah. It's the same color and everything. It's incredible. This whole day is horizontally. <laughs> Yeah, nice. like a labradoodle. So anyway, um, welcome back, everybody, to the Waffle House. I just woke up. What? Good, you look great for somebody who woke up, Joanne. Well, I woke up. I put makeup on. So I, I, I bought one of these. I have blinds in my room, but I'm not. I'm too lazy to like close them every night, like shutters, because mm. it means moving furniture. So I bought this eye mask, and I usually wake up at about seven, and then I'll either stay up or I'll go back to sleep, whatever. Wake up at seven. Slept till 2012 with the eye mask. I slept for like 12 hours. It says on the front, cruising for a snoozing. I love it. It's my new favorite thing. I'm five uh, hours. Dude. I'm I'm five hours behind you, and I was up before you, Joanne. I know. <laughs> I know. In real time, not 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 in relative time. I obviously needed us, you know. Yeah, that's just so busy. Needed it. People so love saying busy. that. Yeah, you obviously yeah, needed it. Obviously needed it. Didn't you? <laughs> Doing fuck you all for us. three months. I needed it. I fucking. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I've done anything. <laughs> it's like my body's finally learning how to wind down, and now it's gonna have to start winding back up. Yeah, yeah. is it though? That's the thing. I, 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 I'd, I'd be struggling to wind back up if we got back to normal living. Uh, are, are, are there shows happening in your lives? No. No, online stuff and like I'd say I my I'll be back working in September. That's my feeling on it. Yeah, me too. Like the, the veg, way, like they're already saying the pubs now. They're like they can come down to one meter if they can't do two meters. So surely they'll say the same for like comedy yeah. clubs and venues and stuff. Yeah, so we'll be down to one meter. And she oh, then that's Grant. Yeah, well, we've, we've started booking extra shows in like three hundred seater venues to sell one hundred tickets. Yeah, oh, right. okay. we're, we're we're kind of planning for that in the autumn. 
Yeah, well, I said to Brian in Vicar Street, I said, look, I'll do two shows a day. I said, I'll do three shows a day. I don't care. But it's about whether he can get the staff in and like they can afford to have the staff in for the whole day and whether yeah. anyone wants to come to a matinee <laughs> comedy show in Vicar Street. But I'd say people would because they're Saturdays. People would. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to know. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it's, it... it's going to be different times. Eh? Who knows? I mean, anyway, it's uh, well, there's a few things we want to talk about today, but we're definitely going to talk about the pubs, just so our listeners know what's coming up. We're going to talk about pubs reopening. Uh, we're going to talk a bit about the the early part of the pandemic versus, the, you know, like, you know, so sort of the, the excitement slash horror of early on and where we're at now all these months later. But obviously due to the fact that I'm getting a haircut, which means that some of society is returning to normal. Can you get a haircut in Ireland in the UK right now? No. Not yet. I mean, everyone yet. is. They're black market. People are getting black market haircuts. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, totally. It's true. They are. Totally. I, I, this guy does it outside in my yeah, backyard. Yeah, wearing a raincoat <laughs> in the dark in an alley. Anyone who walks down the street with a, with a, with a good hairdo, you're like, what the fuck is he up to? Yeah, you know where did he get like, that? Yeah, where did he get that? <laughs> yeah. I want a haircut. My hair's naturally like that, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, grooming is really important to people. It's important for morale. Oh, big time. Well, it's, it's, more important for, it's definitely more hot. important for women. It's definitely more important for women because my aunt gave me this. She was she got somebody over to like color her hair, you know, my mom's sister. And uh, Jesus, it was a, a humongous for her to get rid of her roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, because women That's are, I mean, we're walking catfishes, basically. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you put so much work into like grooming. Women have always been at it. I was actually watching this. I, I'm obsessed with like uh, Victorian England. And I was watching this uh, whole show about like the ways they were killing themselves without knowing like they'd um, uh, poison in the wallpaper and all this. But anyway, one of them was the women used to wear these corsets, you know, and um, they'd wear them so tight that like it would kill them. Or mm. like when they do autopsies on them, their liver was up in their neck because oh, they like Jesus. shoved their organs up so far. Oh, nice. I know. And women used to wear them. They were pregnant, used to damage the baby's heads. Oh, so women God. have always been kind of like, we're, it's like body modification, but like not as, not an extreme Case. Well, we don't we have like, to use corsets anymore. Now we just suck that bad boy out. Just we don't eat that anything. No, suck it out, baby. Lipo. Oh, suck it out. Lipo. But there's Lipo. something about the V-shape. Like those, those waist. It was like waist training. The Kardashians do it, I think. Like you can kind mm. of mold your body like Mola if you like push it in the right way. But they're not doing it with training. But you you need to get out of your denial about how much cosmetic they, surgery has gone into the Kardashians. No, they wear waist trainers. They're very traditional, so there's you can suck fat out. Yeah, but they yeah, also so they, get like, like corsets. They get like corsets. They, and they kind of like shove it in their ass. They what? No, I know, but I'm not talking about their ass. I'm talking about their waist. Yeah, but that's where the fucking fat's coming from. Oh, does that? The, mm. Just so you know, I don't know. I think to get that tiny V-shaped waist, that's like basically re, that's like reshaping your body. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't do that with uh, a light like, bulb. It's like braces for your teeth. That's what they're doing, essentially. It's like exactly. moving bones around. Bones. Excellent analogy, Steve. Because they had so, to do it. Because I've done it with, with a shoulder injury, believe it or not. So loads of people have shoulder injuries. But the way to fix them, to fix 70% of them, it worked for me, was to hang uh, from a chin-up bar directly over your head. And it works like braces. It moves your... Sh- Eventually, once you do it enough over time, it works like braces and opens up your shoulder blades again. I was watching a documentary again about um, Marie Antoinette the other day. And when King Louis first was shown her, he was like, she's not hot. I don't want her. So they, because she was like from um, Vienna. But they, anyway, they showed the braces that they, her teeth were like zigzag, zigzag. The braces that they made her wear for like a year. And like oh, they were, it was like a torture 
Oh um, my god! Piece of torture. What do you call it? Torture equipment. What do you call it? Implements. Torture thing. Chamber. And they <laughs> put it in her mouth, and they'd have to like twist apparatus. Apparatus potential. They'd have to twist every day, like twist and twist and twist her teeth. They said it must have been like so painful. Oh, so we've well, been what, kind of. What's the difference between that and braces? But they were braces, but they were like braces of that time. So yeah. they weren't like braces now are uncomfortable. I've had braces in before and they were painful. So can you imagine back in the day, like these, it was like this apparatus of sp- pokey bits of lead sticking in and out of her mouth. They said it would have been like agony, you know. Braces are the accepted cosmetic surgery of our time. So uh, people are very judgmental about certain aspects of cosmetic surgery, but chuck a pair of braces in uh, on a fucking 13-year-old and everybody's like, great, you're going to have straight teeth. But a lad, a girl I know went on a diary, well, a while ago with a lad and uh, he's really <laughs> bad teeth. And uh, I was like, God, it's just so weird. You just don't hear of it these days, people with bad teeth, really, because it's so easy yeah. to get them fixed. Well, it's particularly isn't it? bad. When, it's particularly bad when they've hid the bad teeth from you in all their pictures. Yeah, so we hid the bad teeth. <laughs> anyway, we won't get into that. <laughs> I we went back then, phone. and we were like, I know, we never I saw his I, mouth I, open. I know, I know, I know that story. But anyway, yeah. listen, the thing is, you're talking teeth, about grooming, like and you're talking about grooming, and this this sense of it makes you feel better. But we're, mm. we're we're joking around here, saying oh, you get you're getting messages of people saying is Des okay because of his hair and like <laughs> I li- no 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 but listen I, what, what yeah. the point I'm going to make is I literally was like growing my hair for the crack but there's just this assumption that you're 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 better when you're more groomed which is yeah. Because yeah, you're kind keeping of, your shit together. When you no, start letting it's yourself tough. go, people No, but worried. you're not letting yourself go. That's the thing. That the, the concept of letting yourself go is a judgment. Mm. Yeah, you're letting yourself go. Yeah, but you are letting yourself. No, but that's a, a judgment. judgment. That's what you're accepting as a judgment. Therefore, but it's correct. This is, no, the association then is that you have to be groomed a particular way to be together. Men- mentally stable, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah. Think, of, think of people that are, like, living in Thailand and, like, feeling free and they're not on social technology. They don't care about grooming or, hip, for want of a better word, hippie culture. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Aren't I would say, I would, I would assume that most white men who move to Thailand and adopt a hippie culture are too. Yeah, have but let's not, let's not, I get that. Yeah. Ha ha. But, but <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. What I mean is that's a funny observation. Ha, I don't want to digress. Thanks. No, no. I, I, it's a, but I don't oh, want to digress. I don't want to digress from the point, which is, yeah. it is a judgment to suggest what's together and what isn't in terms of physical appearance. Yeah, but that's, a, I'm, we're all having the same conversation. It just ended up in Thailand. No, 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 we're, no, no. So that was I'm, literally the, the no, no, conversation I know, I, was, no, I get it. I get it. But what I'm saying is, it, it. I don't want to move off the fact that it is a judgment. This sense of what's together looking and what isn't. Yeah, but every movement in society is a judgment. Yes, yeah, yes, I understand that. But what's healthy about that? That somehow this sense of this person is is less. Their well being is worse because they haven't groomed themselves in a certain way. Because we're usually correct. Who, that's that. That's the. Because go, we go on past experience. That's what people do. You make assumptions. You go on past experiences, anecdotal evidence, and you go, that person let themselves go because that person usually looks like this, and suddenly they look like this. And usually there is some letting go. There is some problems there. If someone who was usually very well put together suddenly isn't, and like they've got, grown this beard, they're not. They're not looking after themselves. It's that's, usually that's a correct judgment. It's a judgment. Yeah, but that's I know. But we're, you just keep saying shouting judgment. I'm saying. It's usually correct. But is but it that's, because that, 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 were the people that stopped wearing a corset because they were in agony and then people were like, you've let yourself go? Is that correct? I don't, I don't know. 
Well, that's the, not for women of Victorian England, Taz. I wasn't there. No, I, 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 these are we're, we're making a point here. That's the but that's the interesting thing I think. But that's happened about lockdown is like all these assumptions and judgments that we have on each other have been thrown out because we can't socialize with each other, we can't meet each other, we can't we can't cut our hair, we can't all these things, all these judgments that we did preconceived social judgments that we have had. I've just kind of thrown in the bin and kind of you're left you're left with a little bit like, oh, fuck, what is my well, what this is, is important? Very, this is a unique time because those things aren't available to us. But yes, when they yes. are available to you, like yeah, yeah. If, when I'm down, if I have periods of just being down, I'll either get super thin or I'll get super overweight or like something you can see. I think you can see people's mental well-being in their physical. In the body. Yeah, exactly. I think. Uh, yeah, it's physical. yeah. Because, like, well, how much? Stress, how you, much of that? And I'm not. That's not to associate like uh, obesity with mentally being mentally well. I'm not saying that at all, at all, at all, at all. Oh, quite the opposite. What I mean is, for me, I know, and for my friends and all that, if someone's appearance changes drastically, there's usually something wrong. But there's also yeah. there's also like a mental stress absolutely does uh, manifest itself physically as well. Of course, yeah. So you either outside, it's of, usually, outside of grooming. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, because we're, we're, yeah, we're talking about grooming here. Mm. Ow, sorry. So my ear the point well, is, that I always, how I much always of feel it, amazing when I've how, how, how much of it is uh, conformity versus well-being? The sense of if you suddenly stop conforming, that you're unwell. What do you think, Taz? You're asking all the questions. What do you think? Well, I'll, I'll happily answer the questions when they come my way. Just for the record, but I, okay, I well, think I'm, I'm throwing that question to you then. I think. I think that sometimes it's conformity, this sense of uh, if you're not doing it a certain way, that there's something wrong with you. And that not is not always healthy. I don't think it should always, I don't think grooming should always be associated with people being well. I think there's actually social pressures that come with grooming that are unhealthy. Yeah, d- d- definitely. I, I mean, I. It, it, it depends on the societies in which you move in as well. Like, I also just, I j- basically, I don't think that people should constantly feel like that. There should always be a positive association with grooming. Now, now I'm better. I think some of that is a social pressure. Yeah, and like, there's evidence to show, like those beauty makeover shows, like that show, The Swan, when they used to take these oh, yeah. women who were like or men and kind of take them out of like. I'm generalizing again, but like taking them out of trailers in America and like giving them loads of cosmetic surgery, you know, stuff they can't maintain themselves, like veneers. Like if one of those veneers pops out, they can't afford it. Like, do you know what I mean? And yeah, usually yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and dialing them all up because they're desperately unhappy. Uh, you mean you wouldn't? You wouldn't make a show like that now. You just wouldn't. Because never addressing what's going on inside. Irish, Irish giving them potential. fake tits. Giving them fake tits. Putting them in bandage dresses. Throwing them out. Giving them huge curly blow dries. And then go, now aren't you Grant? Do you know that kind of way? Um, mm. And then they go home. Amy Schumer has a brilliant sketch actually where she gets this makeover done. And... Uh, she can't afford or she can't she knows she won't be able to maintain it so she just stays in that outfit and that makeup for like a year until they do the follow-up and they turn up and her makeup's everywhere and she's like smells like a bin um but anyway those shows are a different thing they just don't really get made anymore although actually i think they do i think 10 years 10 years younger is a great show have you ever watched 10 years younger no it's brilliant so it's basically they, it's actually quite cruel they take people and they stand in the middle of the town center and people have to go people have to judge their age and then they 
commit Thanks. to making them look tiny as your parents. <laughs> terrible. Right, so let me throw let me throw out my And it always evol- it always ends in sorry, I'll just say it always ends in men having their hair if a ma- if the man's involved, he'll always have his hair cut and his beard shaved. And then he looks right. younger. Yeah, because a lot of it's to do with trends. Like ten years ago, but fifteen years ago, if men were as hairy as they are now in their face, they'd be considered a lot of men are sort of not looking after themselves. Whereas now uh, you're not looking after yourself if your beard's gone a bit messy, but your nice and trim beard is like, oh, you're looking after yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's you know, so it, a lot of it is like social pressure and conformity. Fashion, as but well, I give you yeah. two examples. I give you two examples. Just one is uh, less controversial. The other always comes up as a hot topic on radio shows. The first example is, uh, how would you feel if you were out with the uh, hairy legs, Joanne? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go out with hairy legs. And why? Because I'd be embarrassed. I'm a product you, of my why generation. Are you embarrassed? Because I'm a product of my generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I abide by the rules that have been put on me, which is I'm not allowed to have hair on my legs or my body. Actually, I'm not allowed to have hair anywhere except my head and my eyebrows. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you can't even. You can't even. Like, would you, if you actually, if you were out and you hadn't intended to meet some guy, you meet the guy of your dreams. And it's all kicking off. Would you make sure that he was nowhere near your VJJ if it wasn't all tidied up? Of course. Yeah, I would never. Ever. Sure, remember, I was, was I not telling you that I used to go out and yes, not you said shave that. my yeah, leg yeah, at yeah, the yeah, contraception? Because yeah. I knew I would, I would never expose them. I wouldn't have the confidence. That's why, like, women, it's so cool. Like, you know, and I think women now pose with hair under their arms, which is like, that's supposed to be like a brave move. And it is because we're not even allowed... We're not even allowed to have hair under our arms. But hair under your arms in, in the West. As much. In the West. In, in China, the West, of course. In China, yeah, in China the West. it's no problem. In the West. But you remember Julia Roberts did the red carpet and she. That's and right, she, yeah. She raised her arms and she'd hair under her arms. All over the like, papers. Oh, everywhere. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's frustrating because you're like, oh, it's my natural state, but I'm told mm. it's disgusting. Yeah, exactly. I should be it's embarrassed about it. up. I know it's fucked yeah. up, but like the but the also the truth is like you are obviously about lads. If you hooked up with a girl and she was like covered in hair from the waist down, what would you think? Well, I remember, I, I, I've I've I went out with a woman that didn't shave her arm her armpits or her legs in China because it's normal there. Yeah, just for the record. And how did you feel about that? No problem. She's obviously light. Was she? Did she have light hair? I just I imagine hair Asians doesn't bother me. Hair hair. doesn't bother me. It actually yeah, doesn't it do- bother me. It's it's funny. It's funny. I've been with I've been with women, and um, that exact thing that you're talking about comes up that you're having a good time. And then all of a sudden, no, 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 well, we can. I have to go to the beauticians first before blah blah. Yeah. And it's like I don't care. You um, say that, like no, you I don't say care. that. I don't care. I Genuinely, can say that myself. yeah, I don't you can care. See what I I'm did after 44. that, Joanne. <laughs> I'm 44 years old. You think the fucking first vaginas I went down on were fucking shaved? But I we're was not going down about... pre-shave. Yeah, I don't know. I I I don't. I don't know. I I wouldn't do it myself because I'm tied up with confidence. I I understand that you wouldn't do it yourself, but I'm just saying, speaking for myself, when I was living in China, it did not bother me. Well, if I hooked up with a guy and I was kind of getting jiggy with the lad and I was like, look, I haven't waxed. And he's like, I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. I I would think in that moment you're going to say it doesn't bother you because you want to get your help. But at the end of the day, I think think in my very um, socially constructed idea of what I should look like that I think he would think badly of me after. So but like, you don't no. hold the same judgment for his bits. I actually do. I expect so the if, same so back. If, I expect a lad to be groomed. You expect a man to be manscaped. Yeah, I do but actually. What's, yeah. what's, what's, what, what, just out of curiosity, what's the 
Just that it's not wild. I d- I've no interest in wildness. I've no interest in wilderness pubes. I've no interest. Get it together. If I'm doing it, you should do it. I'm not expecting them to look like they've got alopecia, but just take care of it. There is there is a line there as well, because like, isn't that then what you're attracted to and not attracted to, and then that should be okay as well? Like, if you're not attracted to, to, to that kind of thing. But do you manscape, Steve? Yeah, but like, not, not that regularly. <laughs> uh, I do, yeah. But I've done it uh, every now and then when it pops into my head. It's like, oh yeah, I'll tidy that shit up. But yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't Sometimes consider, it's more comfortable as well, you know? I don't consider, I, I don't consider manscaping to be important in any way. And I certainly don't consider it to be, I'm unlooked after if I don't manscape. I refuse to have sex with the man recently before lockdown because he hadn't shaved his pubes. But in hindsight, I think I just didn't want to have sex with him. I think I just used it as an excuse. he didn't shave his pubes. Yeah. I think I just used it as an excuse because he repulsed me. So I was like, but that was part of the repulsion. That was part of the repulsion. Yeah. So here's Personality my, wasn't here's, right here's example number two in terms of this sense of, you know, g- grooming and looking after yourself, being connected to your well-being or being connected to your sense of how, how much you value yourself. People get very upset when certain members of society go to the shops in their pajamas. Yeah, I know. I don't like. I don't oh, really care. That I, I mean, I hundred percent don't care. But all I care about is how angry it makes some people. This sense that there's something different about a pair of pajamas to a pair of fucking sweatpants. Yeah, but a lot, of, a lot of those people like get annoyed about that stuff. So they don't even like. Where do they? They don't even live around here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> That's how we roll around here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I well, fucking shop somewhere else. <laughs> if I was to, get, if I was to unpack it, I'd be like, I guess people assume that there's social norms that I have to abide by, and I expect you have to abide by them mm-hmm. as well. And if I have, if I respect society enough, or if I'm gonna like be a, um, a conformist a mature member of a conformist exactly that I expect you to do the same and there is something a bit like disrespectful and now I, I'm saying this as in no, I know. To you're, think you're, about you're, you're getting in their heads I get it exactly that it's a bit disrespectful to be walking the streets in your pajamas but mm. to them I think it's just like a trend almost I think they buy oh, totally night pajamas and day pajamas absolutely they're yeah. indoor pajamas and they're outdoor pajamas absolutely. yeah I just think yeah and I think if you're not working and you're just like going to the shops and you're chilling at home it's like why bother changing I mean I'm all, I'm all for it I mean I do yeah. it actually because I, I have often I mean first of all I live in Dolphins Barn when I'm in Ireland so nobody's judging me for going to the shops in my pajamas yeah I'm literally just fitting in but I have like sweat sweat like pajama bottoms that i wear sometimes you know just like my lounging pants exactly i do the exact and same I, thing i would go to the shop in them no yeah. problem. So do I. I go out in like rags i do all okay. the time i just can't bend over because there's holes and but i mean i guess i was bringing that up only because it, and and I, I there's a lot of class stuff you know there, there's a lot of stuff going on with all that i, I we don't need to get into it because we don't have like the angry person on the phone being like they're just disrespecting themselves going out like that i'm sorry but you just don't go out in your pajamas but uh you know they, there's a whole lot of class stuff and they're trying to make points about totally. social welfare and trying to suggest yeah. that this totally. is an example of they don't care they don't want to work they're in their pajamas all day but all, all that aside i just think it's very interesting how we do make a lot of judgments on where people are at based on grooming Mm. but i think Mm. people like i you know people have to make swift kind of decisions on what people are like like whether they match with you or they're not like we're so tribal 
Mm. So like that's why people use clothes to kind of identify themselves with a certain tribe. And so mm. like even on dating apps or in the real world, like when I meet women or men, I'll make a really quick judgment. Are they like me or are they not like me? So like, uh, you know, right. and that, and clothes is such a massive part of that. Mm. You know, what shoes are they wearing? Would I wear like your brain is doing all these calculations so that you yeah. can make a really swift decision on whether you want to talk to this person, whether you should be threatened by this person, you know, whether this person feels you're threatening them, all those mm. things. Your your brain is just like calculating all this shit. So it has to make these kind of general assumptions about things. Clothes is a big one. I've often not thought about it enough in my life. And then when if I was attracted to a girl that I wanted to ask out on a date or whatever, I'd then all start panicking because I haven't put any thought into what I'm looking like at all. And she might be well-groomed or well-dressed or whatever like that. And I go, I'm just not up to scratch. She's not swiping right on that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. So it, it is, you kind of feel like you have to get the right uniform on to get the conversation, you know? Of course, yeah. You want to match. It's almost like, mm. I think that's why I think like love and stuff, it's it's really narcissistic because you're basically looking for you. Wow, that's that's. I'm not looking at me. I'll tell you that right. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a fucking, I have a tough enough time with myself. I'm not fucking getting another me in this fucking situation. <laughs> you know, you are, you look for people with similar interests, or well, similar interests, similar kind of lifestyles, similar backgrounds, and you you, mm. d- you mightn't even necessarily know you're doing it, but I think people do. Oh, totally. There's not, it's no coincidence that my girlfriend is Latin. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking. <laughs> yeah. Or like, and like, I know there's know? loads of couples who are nothing like each other, but there's also loads of couples who are. Like, I would find it very hard to go out with an English lad, to be honest. They feel that very different. Very culture. different. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's more like a. That's more like a xenophobia, I would say. Rather than... <laughs> <laughs> trying to hang me out. No, no. Last just, week you were trying I... to hang me out to be anti-vac now so that I'm a xenophobe. I wasn't I'm just making other, sure we had the facts right. I mean any other country, as in like I am drawn to Irish men in a way that I'm not drawn to because they feel like home. It's like a they yes. similar to me. I, 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 I'm joking because I can identify with that. But yeah, I, I think that's with the same strong, background, yeah. with the same raising, I feel like with the same values, like all that stuff, you know. But I do feel like Ireland is cursed because you really are you're coming from the place that's the most crack. So yeah, I know it's very hard, very very hard hard to, to, you know, everybody that goes to Ireland is just like, oh my God, the people are amazing. I mean, that's like one of the, one of the top three things you will hear people say when they visit Ireland. So then obviously if you're Irish and you're going somewhere else, like every place I visit where I get these Irish people that come to my shows, they, they usually complain about how the people are not as much crack as back home. And it's, it's hard for them to be because Ireland is, Ireland's really at the, 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 the crack the slash fun. I'm not even just saying crack is as an Irish thing specifically. Fun, good people. It's at the top, top Premier yeah, League. Yeah. That was the first. <laughs> we're the, so cursed. The first year of living in London, that was the hardest adjustment. Was kind of going. There's no crack in London. I know. It's not. It's not how Londoners roll. And it's but, hard yeah, to believe that these fuckers tried to spread. To just, yeah, they tried to spread their fucking no crack all over the fucking world. <laughs> they're quite serious they are yeah. quite serious that's oh, why Ireland. I think like I'd have, I'd be more drawn to maybe like Scottish or Welsh that, that's that Celts underdog it's almost like underdog race. that's underdog your own race underdog mentality yeah, yeah, yeah it's my own race yeah it's Celts Celts are a Pagans. race pagan mm. Celts Celts Cal- are a race what about what about Northern English men? Would you be attracted to like uh, Scousers or Geordies or? I like the Scousey accent but it, they, they're, it's a novelty what if they had honestly... a Ben Sherman shirt on 
I do love a bit of Ben Sherman. And a moped. All right, Joanne. No, we remember we oh. established the moped. Yeah, we established that. They might as well be riding side saddle on a vagina. I'm not into oh, it at all. Oh, you're not into the mopeds, all right. No. I got that wrong. Remember your well, mom since, we're, since we're on about the crack, since we're on about the crack, let's let's uh, let's jump on to the other thing that um, you suggested we chat about, Joanne, which was the pubs are reopening and everybody's uh, everybody's excited about that. Or, or or certainly also, Steve, do you remember when we did a we did a survey way back in the early part of the pandemic, and it, it was like, when did you know it was serious? And yeah, yeah. I think our number one answer was when the pubs closed. Yeah. yeah, pubs have the pubs have been a big barometer for Irish people in terms of the seriousness of the pandemic oh, and also the the opening up of society. Mm. Dad, you must think it's all ludicrous, do you? What pubs? Well, as in like the kind of the panic over like or the 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 draw the people are so obsessed with the pubs and them opening and shutting and drink and booze and blah blah blah. I mean, I don't think it's, I, I, I don't think it's, I, I, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I, I work in comedy. I, I don't think it's ludicrous. I mean, for me, it's cafes. That's like my main social outlet. So I understand if somebody's main social outlet has been cut off. Um, but I do also think that there's almost like a nostalgic uh, connection to the pub. Because I feel like Irish people don't go to the pub as much as they used to. But the concept of them being taken away was a very serious thing. You know, but we're also older, so I don't think I'm a good gauge. I mean, I certainly don't speak with expertise on uh, it's on, certainly on a, pub a massive, culture. It's certainly a massive part of the Irish identity yeah. that when that's shut down, it was, whew, even if you aren't a regular pub goer, is like, fuck. It's where you go to mingle. So all the new rules now, right? So like you can only stay for 90 minutes. You can only get two pints. You have to book a table ahead of time. That's is, this the Irish, like- is this the Irish rules or the British rules? Irish rules. Uh, oh, is it? Because I haven't actually. All I saw was that you have to serve. They have to have a proper menu, isn't that right? They yeah, have table to have service. Serve substantial food over nine quid. Um, but I wouldn't. That's not why I don't go to the pub to kind of like stay at my table. Do you know that way? I go to kind of peacock and like float around. You don't go. Like, you don't go with three friends and just sit people. at the table. I do, but like I don't know if I'd book a table. Like now, I'd be like, just come round. What's the, po- you yeah. know what I mean? Just yeah, come into the garden, yeah. like just come yeah. into the house, whatever. I don't think I'd bother going, yeah, let's book a table to go to the Drew's chair at two o'clock for 90 minutes for two drinks. I wouldn't be arsed. No, yeah, I have to say fun. we went for dinner the other night. So, so outside seating is allowed now in, uh, in New York. Well, certainly out here in Long Island. So we went to a, a pub restaurant on Sunday night, social distance place, but obviously you're not social distancing with the people that you're with. And uh, we were all very giddy just to be in like an in, a, in an actual social setting. So yeah. I, I'd be curious to know if you went with your friends to the pub for two drinks and you sat around where there were other people at a distance, but you heard the noise and the sound of society happening. I'd be curious to see if you got giddy because we were actually surprised how exciting it seemed. You're right. Even you saying that there, I got really excited thinking yeah, about putting too. on shoes, putting on boots and like strutting. And even just the waitress coming white, over. Large white. Yeah, yeah, the waitress coming over. It was just like, fuck. I mean, with this place was, you went to a window and you ordered food. You got a number. They bring you food. But there was a waitress for for drinks because they don't want people coming back, you know, back and forth to the bar. So then yeah, you, you can't. You, yeah. Sorry. Go on. No, no. I was just going to say you had to have your mask on when you're walking around, but you didn't have to have your mask on at your table. Oh, it's so weird. My God, right? Yeah, well, actually, do we have to wear masks? Oh. Well, we have to wear, we, you can't go anywhere without a mask here. Like, like mask, that's, I don't know if you noticed some of the memes, which is like phone, wallet, keys. Now it's phone, wallet, keys, mask. <laughs> that's 
funny. Yeah. Right. Like I recently, I had to take off my sweater and wrap it around my face because I forgot to bring my mask. You can't go inside anywhere here without a mask. Any any okay. public place without a it's mask. It's compulsory on the tubes now. There's going to be like police policing the tubes here in London to make sure you're wearing a mask because the the tube is like a petri dish. Like yeah, it's hot. It's, it's underground. Everyone's on top of each other. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? I mean. But someone actually messaged me. I, I posted a picture of me wearing a mask on the tube, and she was like, "Your mask's in bits. Here, I'll send you a better one." And I was like, "Thanks." <laughs> I'm just wearing this like Jesus. old white piece of shit. Yeah. People are wearing designer masks now. Oh yeah, there's all sorts of companies coming up fancy yeah. masks. I have yeah. to. I was supposed to be wearing one now. I got sent. I got sent a freebie to wear on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? Shut yeah, up. she's she's an independent artist. She, I, I I couldn't get it yet. I have to go. I, I'll get it uh, tonight. <laughs> But uh, Neve McCabe, she's really cool, our independent artist. But like, she made her money going out and painting and decorating people's houses and all that's all gone. So now she makes face masks, you know. Steve, you get oh, a lot of interaction with your podcast fans. But huh? there's this constant debate over the mask. Do we need the mask? Do we not need the mask? And in general, I think just put them. No, I, saw, I mean, the, the American well, tweeting saying it was an attack that on debate, their. So I mean, just in terms of like encouraging people to wear masks. The early part of that debate, which is confusing people now, is that people were being discouraged to wear masks because they were wearing them thinking they were stopping themselves from getting the virus and there was a shortage of masks. So they were trying to not have a run on masks. But later on, when they discovered how many people were spreading it asymptomatically, they realized that you can slow the spread by wearing one just in case you have it. So it is a just in case you have it scenario. Yeah. Which is, why the, cloth, the, uh, which is why the uh, cloth uh, coverings will do... They certainly help. In America, according to the current tweeting. what? In America, I just saw these. The other way, America, like they got a bit like, but like, these people tweeting saying that it was an attack on. They refused to wear masks. It was an oh, attack yeah, that's, on their constitutional rights. Yeah, well, that became because it just, just it became just, just another symbol in the culture wars, which is just the problem with divided America. But that's a, that's a whole that's a whole other can of worms to get into. But it's very unfortunate that. They were they they took up the cause of no mask wearing as one of the things that suggests you're on one side of the yeah yeah of the culture divide you know it's very unfortunate but yeah I mean the the assumption right now is that the ma- societies that have masks have had less spread than societies that don't and yeah. Asian societies which had close proximity to the original outbreak they didn't have as big uh outbreaks as say the states or western europe because they just naturally wear masks whenever they're sick like so if anyone has a bit of a cold in in asia they tend to wear a mask out of kind of like politeness yeah that's how i knew the corona was serious when i saw white people wearing masks i was like <laughs> exactly. oh fuck yeah Woo! exactly <laughs> i came back from wales i was gigging up in cardiff and i i came back into london paddington and i saw white people wear masks and i genuinely was like we're fucked this is it yeah that's when the Walking Dead music comes on. Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying. And That's Beijing's the, uh, after kicking off again. Again. South Beijing, Feng Tai. I'm glad it did, actually, because <laughs> I was reading so much You're about China. Because there's just too many Chinese people. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I was reading all this. Des, I was messaging you. I was like, the Chinese are coming. Remember? Oh, that's right. I was, yeah, I was wondering why you were doing that. I was reading all about, like, kind of what they're... Like, they're obviously... They're, they've definitely adopted a more aggressive kind of 
um, sovereignty like as in they're trying to push their borders out into India and like they're trying to take back Hong Kong and all like they're they're and the America's crumbling so it's like China's going to be the big superpower now and I, and I obviously because I have a lot of time to think I was like fuck maybe Corona is man-made to kind of distract us with this global am- pandemic while they try and um, crack on with World War 3 so then when I, they had the second um wave I was like ah oh, no 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 they're grand they're just they're Wait, just, well. to, just to ease your mind you went China doesn't really seem to want global supremacy all the incidents that you mentioned are very local so mm. Hong Kong and that Chinese the Indian border situation they're both like old old border disputes nothing fresh and yeah. in terms right. of in terms of how much they want to take over the world it seems to be quite limited they just they just want right. to have a lot of economic Oh, I'm being power. dramatic. I know they don't want. I know they don't want to take over the world as such, but they are positioning themselves. They're coming, like they're coming as the next. They're going to take over for America as the superpower. That's what they. That's why I'm like, fuck. I should have been learning Mandarin. Well, economic, this time. possibly economic superpower, but they don't. They don't really seem to have have a desire to have any sort of international military dominance. There, yeah. I, I would suggest that the furthest they will ever go is to fuck over Japan, and that goes back to. That goes back to the 30s and 40s. Mm. God, it's all kicking off, isn't it? It's yeah. The world, the 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 relative peace that we knew as a result of the way the chips fell after World War II is completely broken down. Yeah, but then again, again, I was watching all these history documentaries and about the French Revolution. I was like, the world's always in flux. It's all there's always massive things happening. Like you know, it's just we're kind of protected. Exactly. We've just been kind of protected from it and yeah. it hasn't been happening. And it's on been our happening in what well, it has been happening in our lifetime, just not to us. You know? Exactly. It happened in yeah. the former Yugoslavia. It's happened yeah. it's been happening in the Middle East right under our eyes. You know, exactly. connection to us, but we don't perceive our own societies to be shaken up. But Yeah, exactly. But the the it's peace normal. that West the peace that Western the Western world, as it's known, including Australia, has known since World War Two is definitely busting up. Yeah. Mm. But what people forget is they get very they get very nostalgic for these times of revolution and they think like this is a time of revolution. But in history, everything's very neat. But actually, the aftermath of the French Revolution was decades of unrest and, yeah. you know, mending and then breaking down. And, you know, so it's 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 not that neat and tidy and it's not that beautiful. Yeah. Even if you look at Irish, the Irish Revolution, the way we were taught it was like this very simple revolution. And then we had freedom and then we slowly evolved into a modern state. We slowly evolved into a modern state over fucking... 80 years of course yeah, yeah. you know like, the- I, and actually i i'm embarrassed because my knowledge of um french history and the world world war ii is better than my knowledge of irish history so i was like really? right uh, yeah i was like i need to fix this because i just find it more interesting it's the so 100 year to, anniversary of the fucking war I need of independence to, well i'm aware i like it's not like i don't it's not like i think ireland is in paris like i'm fully aware of like where we are and what and, and i have a, a grasp of our history like our big moments so i started trying to listen to this irish history podcast the other Which day one? and i was like i think it's literally called, called the history, the of irish irish history podcast. podcast. yeah 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 it's good and i actually. don't and i don't want to slag your man if it's the right one but i was like jesus christ it's like he's reading the news like yeah yeah he's, come a, bit, on. he's a bit flat he's a bit flat he was too flat i had to change it and i was like maybe that's why i find the other stuff more interesting because it's it's told to me in a different way so i'm gonna have to find another irish history podcast so well, if anyone knows one well it's interesting to say me. that because i've been dying I, I i'm dying to do an irish history podcast but this is the way that i want to do it and i've been lazy so i'm saying it out loud now i think i've said it out loud before but i'm saying it out loud to you guys i want to do an irish history podcast but i want to tell events uh, as if as if we're in the middle of them, rather than telling them as historical events. So everybody on the so podcast, like, Patrick coming out with it, like that kind of thing. No, as in like say say 
Let's say Irish War of Independence. Just say uh, Kevin Barry has just been killed by the British Army, right? He's 18 years old. Big event during the War of Independence. Not a comedy podcast, by the way. Uh, And then the three of us are chatting, but we're all taking a position. We're not chatting as in I'm Des Bishop with my beliefs. I'm chatting as, let's say I'm taking the position of I'm a British person that's in London talking about the War of Independence. Joanne, you're actually in Cum in the Mon. You're like a Republican woman. And Steve, oh. you're, 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 an, you're, a, you're a shop owner in Dublin. Right. And we're talking about it without, you know, you have to talk about it without the, the benefit of hindsight. It's an exercise yeah. in sort of trying to experience history in real time. In other words, we read historical narratives as facts, but they didn't happen as facts. They happened as evolving narratives and people's perceptions of them change over time. So, for example, you look at Black Lives Matter and some people take the point of the police. It's like, well, well, you know, this kid gets shot, you know. So there's there's some people that are going, well, if somebody shot a taser at you, would you not want to pull the trigger? You know, and like later on, we'll look back and there'll be a very clear narrative on that, you know. Yeah. But at the time. That's why people at the time, people always talk about this being on the right side of history because you have to look at it in a wider perspective of like, look at this a hundred years in the future. You want to be on the right side of history. You have to let go of any like kind of preconceived ideas you have about shit. You have to be on the right side of history because you know, you know, you're, I think you're good. Change is always the right thing, really. That's always usually the change is what's right. But it's interesting because I I think sometimes people are pushing against it, then it's right to change it. But I also think that sometimes people don't realize that positions they take in the modern world that directly relate to their life now they don't realize that how, what that position would correspond to in the past. So yeah, yeah, often yeah. I would say that some Irish people, they take particular positions in relation to the North or something. They don't realize that it directly contradicts a position that they would take in relation to, say, the War of Independence. Or that perhaps some of them might not realize that they may have taken a position in 1916 that the Rising was a nuisance. And that society was actually doing quite well. You know, they don't realize that the people they think they are in history are may not be. So that's basically why I'd like to I'd like people to experience, say, the nineteen sixteen rising without the surety of this is going to lead to these executions and this is going to lead to an absolute change in popular opinion, which is going to lead to the rise of Sinn Fein and the the, War of Independence. The average Irish person at that time was quite happy under British rule. At that time, things were starting to pick yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. It's like I was things watching. I'm always, up. I'm always interested to know, like, if I was in Germany, would I be? If I was in Germany, would I have been a Nazi? Like, would I have been a fan of the Nazi party? So I was, re- yeah, I was yeah. watching all this stuff about, like, how did it get to that point? Like, how did so many people get radicalized by this one guy? And it, it was like after World well, War One, Donald Trump. Look at Donald Trump. After World War One, they were given Germany was given so many restrictions. They were, oh, they were. Yeah they were treated like shit by the rest of Europe and they were told that they owed millions and millions and millions and millions and millions that they could, that sent Germany into a recession. Germany were pissed off. They were bitter. Like there's all these, yeah, yeah. you know, things were happening. There's all this kind of like, um, they're being shot on by the rest of Europe. Basically, like, Nothing just happens. There's always yeah. a cause, you know, yeah. always a cause. But there, would have, been obviously no, saying, there would have been no Nazi, <laughs> the Nazi thing been... was the right way. It obviously wasn't, but I'm just saying. But it, there would have been no, uh, if it wasn't for the Great Depression, Hitler wouldn't have come to power because exactly the, Hitler had become popular because of the way they treated the uh, Nazi, the, the way they treated the Germans after World War One, Treaty of Versailles, the Weimar Republic. Like, but actually, 
things started to pick up in the 20s and Hitler lost his popularity and they would have completely disappeared if it wasn't for the Great Depression. Yeah. Yeah, he, Trump, offered, you know, he offered another option. Trump Trump is, if you look at the rise of Trump, it's pretty similar, you know? But anyway. We, yeah, but he's out now. He's gone. That's a he's rabbit dead. hole. He's dead in the water that's now. That's what they said about fucking Hitler and then the Depression happened. You just never know. We never know what will happen between now and November. You'd never, I wouldn't, yeah. The, the way it's been lean on the in the last two years, it, you wouldn't bet against anything happening. I, I don't know. I was thinking today, I was like, I wonder has he ever cried? Has he ever, ever cried? Do you think Trump's ever cried? Up, That's why he's up. yellow. <laughs> he's just like yeah. storing it all. He's no way of like detoxing. Yeah. I don't sweat. Yeah. I don't. I need to get, my, sorry I, I, guys, I'm I just getting my charger. You're leaving? Strange, man. No, Steve's gone. I do think he is, um, and I like I, we don't want to talk about Trump. It's I mean Jesus. I love is, talking like, about Trump. <laughs> I think he is. I, I up to up to recently. I up to before Corona and Black Lives Matter. I just thought he was an asshole. I, I thought he was a bit thick, actually, like very misinformed. Yeah, just a bit thick. But now, uh, after, now I actually think he's insane, and I'm not saying that and I dangerous. think he's sociopathic. Yeah, I think yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. I agree yeah. with you. I do, yeah. I mean, I think he has that severe narcissistic personality disorder, which is, you know, I think especially as he's gotten older, you know, older guys get crabbier and crazier. Like he, he, he's he's descending into something quite insane. I think you're right. Yeah, I think he is, and I think he's really like he's the first kind of president in a very long time or ever actually who doesn't seem to like America in the sense that like when he came to power they had to kind of ask where his loyalties lay because he'd so many dealings with Russia so many dealings with um or he's even China all that stuff that people were like who the fuck is this guy loyal to he's just well he's just I think he's genuinely dangerous yeah yeah he's just a bit late to the game (laughs) I just thought he was a bit thick before so anyway let just to wrap it up just for for a bit of a fun wrap up like when you think back to those early days of the pandemic, what surprises you the most about how different it is now? I mean, for me, it's just how comfortable I am in my basic routine of doing fuck all. You yeah. know, in the early days, I felt like I had to be busy all the time, whereas now it's just like, what can you do? You know? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss yeah I, 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 I 100% agree the whole putting into perspective of what's important and what's not and the amount of running around and looking busy in my head that I do you know what I mean They're like oh I've got to do this I've got to do this I've got fucking so much bullshit going on in my head that yeah it's so easy to sit back and just why don't you cook a good meal there clean the house just do simple things you know 
It must yeah, be I universal think. because, like my story, I did so many stories early on in the Insta, and like I don't do as half as many now. But I noticed that that's the same for like a lot of people. Like I feel, I feel like a lot of us just kind of settled into it. What What do you think, Joanne? I think before before this happened, if I had downtime, I thought it, me- it meant that I was like failing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit ton of stuff to do. If I wasn't constantly stressed, if I wasn't constantly gigging, that I was wasn't my foot wasn't on the gas enough, and I wasn't going to be a success, and it wasn't going to work, and blah blah blah. And now I probably don't think that. But the second it kicks off again, I will that that mentality will kick in again because the work will be there to do, and I I feel like if it's there to do, I have to do it. Mm. But I've actually it's only now I'm kind of like I'm really enjoying just like reading and like chilling out and like doing a bit of exercise and I've never had this much free time in my life not in like I don't think I've ever had it in my life maybe since I was in primary school mm. and yeah. I mean that's that's that's, that's that's obvious from your awareness of Weimar Germany <laughs> yes I know and Victorian England and Marie Antoinette's hair that's I mean it was it was very funny that your post about uh, you went when you were body shaming Queen Victoria oh my god I know yeah, the state of her. Oh, no. Like, th- th- no, what was funny? I thought it was very funny. Insta versus reality. On Insta versus reality. reality yeah. <laughs> We've always been at it, basically. We've been at it like, for centuries and centuries and centuries. True. People putting yeah. their best foot forward. By the way, I'm their very filter was Their filter was their artist, you know? Yeah, the they artist. Just paint like them easy, off. Yeah. Jesus, the state of her in real life. I oh, mean, in fairness, she had, a f- she had a fat head down <laughs> Very hot head. I mean, it's acceptable to body shame somebody that's gone a long time, not to mention the fucking monarch. You know? I know. I'm sure they're all inbred. Oh yeah. There was. I saw some. So I saw some article was released yesterday saying like, oh, there's evidence that pe- people in Newgrange, you know, like pagan Ireland, were um, active in incest. I'm like, what the fuck did you think they were doing? Checking bloodlines as if. Of course yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah. Incest. Sure. Death. Didn't we speak about incest before? Maybe that was Sean. <laughs> Um, that like incest, our incest was, conversation. Incest, <laughs> <laughs> we're always talking about incest. Incest was huge, huge. Sure, all it still is. But now all that thing, all that stuff that we did, that was embarrassing and shameful. We got rid of it for like civilized society. People just do it behind closed doors now. Yeah, it's like puppy mills, you know. But you human puppy mills are fucking exactly. all messing around. So that's with why Toot and Carmen was in bed. Mm. Oh God, I was about to say. Oh God, what was I going to say there? Doesn't matter. You're, you're going to wrap it up with something positive. <laughs> no, no, I was just ra- I was wrapping it up there with the thing, but there was something Joanne just said. I was, it was a, something to remind me, but it, it it it's gone out of my head now. Tootin come in? No, 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 it's fine. So, um, yeah, let's let, let's wrap it up. Um, oh, I forgot to say, yeah, I got loads. So my story of getting my shift in the in the sauna last week, uh, in Ashburn House down in Cork, got a few messages from people who were in the same sauna. <laughs> no way! Oh, is that right? yeah it's a small yeah couple of people like i know i know what you're talking about yeah i was at a few parties in that house <laughs> on the same night or a different night no no but it's just like that there was two brothers who basically had had a big massive mansion uh and liked to party and that's where oh, so it all went down in the sauna so I'm, I've, i've a friend like that as well serena laden she had this gorgeous house her parents owned this gorgeous house in shankill with a pool and everything and i just found out recently it's the house of normal people you know the oh, house it is that house oh, that house wow. was so impressive yeah, That'd so we amazing. used to party there when we were kids. I think I lost my virginity no at that house. Oh my god! You think? Yeah, you think I would? I, I know exactly where I lost my virginity. Yeah, we tried. We tried. We tried. I think we tried to lose my virginity. I don't think it worked. Don't know oh yeah, I had a, I had a, I had a failed attempt early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it was a failed attempt. Mm. Um, what I was going to say was, and threw it at a waiter. You did not. 
I did, yeah. Just got it out of the way. I mean, that is a good discussion, but just very quickly, just out of curiosity, which do you think is better to to have like the special lose your virginity experience or just to fucking get it out of the way? Get it out of the way. Get like, it out of the way. Within reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. don't get up on an Alsatian, but like, get or it out of the way. Don't throw it at like, a fucking Turkish waiter. <laughs> yeah. I honestly think it's better. Just get I don't have anything for a tip. Get it out of the way. Just get it out of the way. Yeah. Certainly I'm as a parent, all these things in life that fuck it. Because at the moment, it's potty training for my little one. And it's such a big fucking deal. The less of a big deal you make out of these things in life, I think. Just fucking get it. Throw get it away. Done. Get them out yeah. of the way. I agree. I like the way I've managed to put a potty, yeah, potty training, training on losing your virginity. Uh, hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a not little connection. You what, a, what, a, what a Chris D'Elia thing to do, Steve, since you're so Chris D'Elia looking start around. with that. <laughs> But listen, I'm just on a, on my head. what I was going to say, which which seemed to be somewhat connected at the time, was uh, I'm very late, but I finally watched Fleabag. Oh, yeah. It's brilliant. I loved it. Loved I it. loved it. Particularly I, season I, 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 one. Particularly season one. Although I, I did think Andrew Scott was great in season two, but I preferred season one, you know. But but it was... I, I am going to watch that because I did watch a couple of episodes and then got into other stuff. Yeah, I got to watch that. I was, afraid I, wasn't gonna, I was afraid I wasn't going to like it. You know, I was afraid... I was af- Honest, this is the truth. I'm going to out myself. I was afraid I was going to watch it and just be like, oh, come on. Everybody wanted this to be good. That's why they all love it. But actually, it's very good. You know, yeah. it's sure, quite different. Kind of left field. I'd never heard of it. I just came across it one night on the telly. I'd, I'd know. I hadn't heard anything about it. Oh, right. And I well, that, it. That's the best yeah. way to watch it. But yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I, 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 it's, 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 quite, it's way heavier than I expected, number one. But, it, but mm. it, it, it's, it's, it's good. Like, it's funny at times, but it's just, it's good storytelling. I'm glad she's not doing any more, though, because I did tire yeah. The device that drives it kind of, I was done with it by the time it was done, but that's good. She's done now, which I think is the right thing to do, you know? It came from an Edinburgh Fringe show, didn't it? Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And apparently the play now, because they kind of, she does it every now and again and they, um, you know, blast it out on YouTube. Yeah, it's, 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 it's on it. Amazon. The show, the live show is on Amazon. Yeah, so people are like, oh, it's a bit problematic now. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, from one year to the next. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now nah, it's very, it's good. Like, she's good, you know? I think she's brilliant, and she's an excellent actor. That's what that's what kind of blows my mind as well. Like she's not just an excellent writer; she's an excellent actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see she's... the bit where her sister and the haircut, and her sister's bawling crying because the haircut's terrible, and they go into the hairdresser. Was that yeah? And then it turns out she gave the hairdresser a picture exactly of what her hair is. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it's a disgusting photo, and she's like, "Okay, sorry about that." As you were, and that apparently that really happened to her. Oh, really? Yeah, the sister's She's good just too. A like, the sister's good too. Like, like yeah, the sister's brilliant. And she and lives Olivia with bloody. Coleman she lives with bloody Martin McDonough. I mean, how how about taking your fucking work home to that? Wow, fucking sitting Who's around Martin dinner. McDonough? He wrote the Lenan trilogy. Uh, he wrote it in Bruges. In Bruges. He wrote, on, on, oh. that was his that was his first movie that he wrote. London he wrote, Irish, like, one of the most successful playwrights of the modern era. He, Beauty he Queen of Lenan. Yeah. Cripple of Michael, Mar- Michael McDonough. I said Miho Martin's in my head. Michael McDonough. <laughs> Martin, he has a brother. Martin. Uh, Martin. 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 Michael McDonough is the king of the travels. Martin McDonough is uh, the the playwright. I'm only kidding. I don't know if Michael McDonough is the king of the travels. It's a good guess. But uh, okay. uh, it's a, the thing. But uh, yeah, Martin McDonough. Anyway, they're 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 up, they're they're together. They live together, and uh, so that is a fucking serious Feet pair. Feet bridge on him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's a serious, that's a power pair right there, let me tell you. Yeah, you're getting good notes there. Yeah, he's fucking coming back with his fucking scripts. She's coming back with her scripts and they're fucking just messing around at fucking dinner. I mean, that's pretty handy. 
powerhouse. By the way, I'm not That's suggesting either of them help each other out, but you know, of course pretty, they do. If and why wouldn't you? I mean, it's pretty amazing. It's like Sarah Millican and Gary Delaney. Like I'd say, they're just they help each other writing jokes all the time and all. That's what, he, yeah, that's what yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah, right. That's why you got to find the set. Oh. Flynn, Flynn is getting upset. Aiden. I better go. Time up. Is time that Aiden? <laughs> <laughs> Aiden's up. <laughs> Aiden needs <Yeah>. food, guys. <laughs> All right. Is he, well, going in for, is he going in for the haircut today as well, or is he still no, rocking Aiden's the Aiden's letting it grow, but Aiden doesn't have a fro, man. That's the difference. You know, Aiden yeah. can let his grow. Mine's a fro. I got this more my dad's. I got my dad's thick hair, you know? Mm. But mine hasn't relaxed as much as my my dad's. I pretty feel. I feel like my dad's had relaxed by this stage. But like your hair is, it's so touchable. Like I just, I want to touch. It. I guess that's the problem with black people saying stop touching my hair. There's just something you just want to kind of grab it or like feel it or bounce off it. But I don't because it's not a problem. Yeah, it's a cloud. Well, yeah, it's, it's gone now. Say, say goodbye. It's gone. I mean, it's fun and all, but I just prefer. I just prefer the way I look. When it's you should keep the hair, like make it into a jumper, sell it for charity or something. Yeah, exactly. I can make a fucking Aaron jumper out of it. <laughs> make, an Aaron jumper. make a face mask out of it. Oh, Yanzi. So this is Yanzi McRuig. So okay, guys, let's right. uh, we'll chat uh, at Joanne McNally Comedy at Hello Stevo. Uh, hopefully next week we'll have the new artwork, so we'll be able to bang out yes, the, proper, be, yeah, the yeah. Waffle House. That's yeah, coming. Some stuff today. Yeah. Okay, cool. great, and. Uh, Keep her lit. Spread the word, guys. Every week we get more and more listeners. So keep spreading the word. Subscribe on iTunes. Five stars on iTunes. Leave comments. If you if you listen on Spotify, take a screenshot. Uh, I think I think maybe we'll put this up. I'll, I'll put this up up on YouTube. I haven't done one in a while, so we'll bang this up on YouTube. Bit a promo. So thanks everybody. Bye guys. Bye. Take care, guys. Have a good Bye. Day. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.